Hi everyone, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. My name is Pablo, and today we're here for Revelation chapter 8. And at this point in the book of Revelation, we arrive at the seventh seal. And if you recall from chapter 5, the seventh seal comes from this scroll, which has seven seals. And this scroll in heaven contains everything that God wants to do. And the only one worthy to open the scroll was the Lord Jesus. Amen for our Lord Jesus. He's worthy. He's the worthy Lamb of God. So the Lord is the one that opens and executes God's will. But do you know that Something else is required in order to carry out God's will on the earth. And it's very important, and that's what I want to focus on in this chapter. And the answer is in verses 3, 4, and 5, mainly 3 and 4. But right before that, let's see what happens. In verse 1, the seventh seal is opened. The Lord opens the seventh seal, and there's silence for half an hour. And then seven angels... Come and stand before God having seven trumpets. And they're each going to trumpet. And that is actually the rest of chapter 8, even chapter 9, is these seven trumpets. But what happens right before they trumpet? It's these verses. And let me read them to you. Verse 3. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and much incense was given to him. You know, in the Bible, incense, a lot of times is related to prayer. Burning incense is related to prayer, especially in the Old Testament, in the tabernacle. The incense altar was an altar for prayer. Continue verse 3. Much incense was given to him to offer with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense went up with the prayers of the saints out of the hand of the angel before God. So notice this phrase that comes out twice. Prayers of all the saints. The prayers of the saints. You know, saints are just God's people in the Bible. You can see that clearly in, in many instances. The word saints just refers to God's people. So this is the prayer of all God's people. God's people are praying for something. And what are they praying for? What kind of prayer is this? Are they praying for some personal needs for a new job? Are they praying for a new house to get into a school? I don't know. I don't think so. I think this prayer here must be related to the carrying out of God's will, to the accomplishing of God's economy, God's plan, because it's in this scene where the seal is open and God wants to keep doing something. And then here, the prayer of God's people is inserted in this time. So this prayer is for God's will in heaven to be carried out on the earth. This prayer of the saints, of God's people, is required. That's amazing. This means that when God wants to do something, He needs His people on the earth to match Him to echo Him, to be one with Him in what He wants to do. And if He doesn't have that, actually God actually is limited 
in carrying out what's on his heart. It's amazing. And, you know, in a sense, God is almighty and omnipotent, but he has, to a certain degree, limited himself to man's cooperation on the earth. How does man cooperate? Mainly by prayer. We mainly cooperate with God by praying on the earth so that we could release what has been released in heaven. Isn't that amazing? That gives our lives so much meaning. We should be so encouraged by realizing that our cooperation by prayer is required for God to carry out and execute His will. We see it clearly here in Revelation 8. You know, in Matthew 16, the Lord tells Peter in that chapter that whatever is released in heaven, you need to release it on the earth. And whatever you bind in heaven will be bound on the earth. So there's this relationship between the heavens and the earth and is connected by prayer. So we need to be those who pray. I just like to be encouraged, encourage myself and encourage you. We need to pray and not only personally. Yes, we need to pray personally. But I would say here the implication is more pray with those who also are for God, for God's will. Pray with other believers. I don't know if you've had this experience. And if you haven't, I encourage you to seek out other brothers and sisters to pray with. Maybe on your campus, the Lord has placed you with some others. There on the Christian club, there's some others that you can pray with and you can ask for God to do something at BU or at Harvard or at UMass. You might be surprised what the Lord can do if just a few pray in this way. You know, in Acts 1, the disciples with some others prayed it says in one accord they prayed together asking for the same thing and god was able to do a lot thousands were saved thousands came in and joined them were saved and came into the church life so i just encourage you to cooperate with the lord in this way to pray with others we should all have this experience in our christian life where we set aside our own needs. You know, we all have different needs, surely. But this kind of prayer that moves God's hand is when God's people pray in oneness, in one accord, and God is able to do something on the earth. He's not limited. Anyways, there's so much to say about this, but I just hope we're a little encouraged to pray for God, especially today. Oh, there's so much in need for God's people to pray so that God can carry out what he wants to carry out and advance in his economy. Okay, I hope we're encouraged by the word. Amen. Keep enjoying the Bible and we'll see you next time.